0: joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the lovely Gigi Tavares. She is a mortgage loan originator at EPM. Thank you so much, Gigi, for joining us. You know, most of us came into this crazy mortgage industry by accident, but we stay in this industry because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So at this time, Gigi, we would love to hear, what is your why? Thank you, Laura.
1: So my why is I got so inspired by my mom, came from Colombia in South America. She wanted the American dream. She wanted to feel at peace, protected, safe. She came to the United States and I was just really inspired by her, how she took the leap of faith. She left her whole family, everything. And she came and she did it by herself, you know, and I was just really surprised. We worked together and I was like, you know what, mom, I'm tired of paying rent. You know, we always got to move here and there. Let's just, let's take a leap of faith and purchase a home so we did that and we did it together and that was the most happiest moment of my life i would have to say it was a change and i couldn't believe that we actually did it together and i actually was able to give my mom something that she's been yearning for so many years to actually have and she's very she's super blessed and happy.
0: So that's, wow. My I love that story. And it's so, it's so amazing. I mean, two things, right? I mean, kudos to your mom. I mean, I, I say that all the time that I couldn't even imagine. It's actually, it's actually funny. Um, I spend, I have a house in Arizona also, and the East coast. And whenever I like drive through Arizona, there's parts of the country where it's just flat and there's like nothing. Right. And every time I see that, I like picture people in like wagons, you know, like in the 1800s, like going across these plains. And yeah. I always turn to my husband and I always say, could you imagine, like, let's say you live like in New Jersey, you know, and you're in New Jersey right. in the 1800s. And somebody says, there's gold out in the West Coast. And, you know, you can move your family and you pack everything into a wagon, right? And your kids and the whole thing. And you, not knowing, not knowing what's out there, not having any idea, that's what your mother did. Like, it's the same thing. Not knowing English. Nothing. Oh, that's even worse. Even worse. worse. That is even worse. At least in America, you were speaking the same language. Like, I think about that and I'm like, we we are so blessed to be here. And we have so many opportunities and so much ability and no limits. There is not one thing we could complain about, right? When you think about it, right? And so for you to have recognized your mom's struggle, right? And I'm sure your mother probably doesn't complain about anything. I have a feeling, right? She doesn't. You're correct. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't say I had it rough or it was different. No. No. This is. No. So. For you to recognize it because your mom doesn't complain about it or doesn't bring it up, right? So for you to recognize her struggle, even though she doesn't say it, and for you to say, no, we're going to make a change. We're going to build generational wealth. We're going to be homeowners. And then to be able to provide that to others, to then expand it and apply that, that is such a blessing and a tribute to your mom it is it It really is it's a I've learned
1: so much from her and I'm just like and you look now at nowadays expression you're like how the heck does she do that by herself because I'm like I would be so scared
0: you know I agree I agree so did she come here like before you were born or was it now so um, she met my dad. He's
1: Colombian as well, but he was already living here. I guess his family um migrated from the farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went there, and they fell in love, he brought her here, and then she had me four years later after. And she went to school. I saw the struggle, she worked at the farm, cranberries, picking cranberries, just to do whatever she needed to do to provide to her family. And you know, growing up, and I'm just like wow. And then we moved to Florida, they divorced. But I was like, you know what, my dad couldn't do this for you. (laughs) But we could do it together. And you know, everyone was like, you should try to buy a home. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I didn't think you can. And we tried and and we got our home, my first home together. And that was just like, that was a blessing. And that's where my love for mortgages came from as well
0: so, so you came into the mortgage industry obviously after, after that after. and was it because of that like was it because
1: a majority really intrigued me throughout the whole process because the lender said no we can't qualify you and then someone <clears throat> I worked with another loan officer and she's like yes you can you just got to do this this and she explained and I was literally 23 years old and I'm like oh.
0: okay <laughs>
1: And we got our house and I was like, that was really interesting. I didn't think being a minority, like we could actually do that. You know, they didn't teach us this. So it was more of a blessing and just realizing like, you know what, if we did it, we could do this. Everyone can It's just teaching, taking the education, knowing what you can do. And maybe not right now, you don't qualify, but and in the near future, you can. You just got to, here's the steps. You know, they don't teach this to you in school.
0: Unfortunately, but, no. Unfortunately, no. And it really does trickle down from your family, like how your family um, knows the information and the community you're in. If right. you happen to be in a community where it's like, no, not us, you know, we right. don't, we don't you know, we don't buy homes, you know, that's for other people. Well, then you just don't know, right? You think that you don't qualify if you, and that's the importance, Gigi, that's the importance of what originators and loan officers do for everyone is that you have to go into those communities and be able to educate and be able to spend the time. Like you said, maybe it's not right now, that's okay. It could be in the future once you have everything organized and you're ready and prepared and you, you can take on that challenge. Of At least you on. know there's hope. That's right. That's right. All right. So we've established how you came in. We know yes. your why, certainly, and I love it. What a What a <laughs> wonderful story. Now I want to hear, we all in the mortgage industry. Although we help so many families and every one of them is special to us, there are a few that stand out even more special to us. And I love hearing those stories because that really is our reminder of why we do what we do every day. So at this time,
1: Mm -hmm. I would
0: love to hear, please share one of those special stories that stands out to you. There
1: is one that really touched my heart because I related so much to her. She was a single mom. She was an immigrant. Um, she had her EAD card and she never thought that she could actually, you know, she's not a US citizen yet, but she didn't think she can actually purchase. And I said, yes, let's go ahead. Um, many people shot her down. They were like, just, you can't, I went ahead and taught her what you need to do. Like, go ahead. Let's, let's work on your credit. This is how you can save money. Actually went a little bit, started looking at her bank statements. I'm like, well, let's start saving money. If you budget this, this, and this, and you save this, if you save this in a year, you'll have your down payment. So let's just be a little bit tight. Let's knock off the necessary things that you don't really need and really budget. So she said, okay, it was her and her. She had two little girls. I remember her sending me pictures. I think I'm ready. I'm doing this for my kids. That's her why.
0: That's her why.
1: So she went ahead and gave me all her documents. I'm like, I think we're ready. So we went ahead, pushed through. She had a really great realtor. She got her house. We finally closed. And I, I went to the closing. And I finally got to meet her two little girls and I gave her a hug and she, she cried, cried and she was shaking. She's like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even tried. And I was like, oh. and I know how hard it is. Like you, you really, it's the unknown. And that's the scary part for them is the unknown. Like, well, I don't know if I can do this or anything. I'm like, yes, you can. Like, here's the rules. This is what we need to do. And I guided her through the whole thing, and her kids gave me a hug. I was like, "Oh my God." And I was just, this is why in the industry we do this is just to see that gratitude and that satisfaction and and that happiness that wow, if if it was because of this team, it's because of this team that actually got this house, you know, yeah. And they could leave it for the kids in in future, you know? So, hey Jean,
0: you. I- you changed all of their lives forever. Like I, that's the whole reason why I love hearing these stories and why I love doing this little podcast because I want everyone, everyone listening. I want you, I want everyone to realize that moment created a ripple that will go on, not just in her family, in generations to come. It will think about that, but yes. Because what did we just say? Depending on the family unit you're in or the community you're in, that's Mm -hmm. how you think. Those those girls, those girls were part of her mother, their mother going through that. And now those girls, when they grow up and they go to to um move in, whether it's renting or whether buying, they're in their mind, they're automatically going to shoot to buy a home because that's what the mother did. So regardless if it's, you know, when they're 23 or when they're 45, it doesn't matter. In your mind, you own a home. Like that's what you do. So you've changed the entire cycle of what the future is, because it's not just her, it's not just her kids. Now it spreads beyond that. Like it changed forever. All because you took the time To not say, oh, no, you don't qualify. You don't have a down payment. You know, you're correct. Or, oh, no, it's too much work to go through this EAD stuff. And, you know, you could have said that. And I'm sure many people did.
1: I'm sure they did.
0: Because they did. Yeah, they did. They're like, "Ah." you saw the bigger picture. And I want everyone to realize every single time we sit down with a family, you are not just affecting that moment you are affecting generations to come. And that ripple is making a difference out there. And I all of you are making a difference in the world. And so it really thank is. You. Oh, no, thank you. And I, I didn't even realize that you're right.
1: Generations to come. I mean, that changes the whole aspect of everything because they're parents. Yeah, that's exactly you're right.
0: right. All right. Awesome. Well, Gigi, I love this. This is fabulous. I have one final question for you. So I also like to hear about, you know, we've been in the mortgage industry and each one of us have different you know, journeys and different paths that we have taken. And I love to hear a little bit of advice for someone that may be thinking of coming into our industry or someone that's newer to our industry of kind of what would be your advice of, how to really learn, grow, be successful, and most important, be fulfilled, right? Feeling good about what we do. What would be your advice for them? There's a couple advice I would love to give
1: new loan originators that are coming into the business or that they're thinking about it. One thing I would say, don't do it for them because it's not for the money. That is one thing that you're going to be surprised at. And you think it's easy. It's not. It's stressful. But it's all about delegating. It's about having a block schedule. You're non-negotiable. So remember, this industry, we're always like, go, 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 go. Literally from like two in the morning to like midnight but you need to set boundaries. You need to understand, even though you're new and you're going into it, set boundaries for yourself mentally, set boundaries for your family and really focus. If you can get a good mentor that would take the time to show you the ropes. I always tell everyone, if you're gonna come into this business as a loan originator, you should start out as um, a junior LO, like an assistant. So you can really understand for a good solid year, really understand the whole aspect of everything. So you can understand the processing side. You can understand the sales side, understand the underwriting side. You want to look at the whole entire picture, just not mind blocked. Um, Really get yourself a good mentor, really take notes and go to your closings because that is... For me, I think that's more of my niche is I go to literally 90% of my closings. If I do not go it's because I am really swamped, I'm busy, or there's a fire that I really need to take care of, but go to your closings because you want to see the happiness. You want to really experience what the client is going through. All the emotions, right? It's not just signing documents, but there's so many emotions going through holding their hand through the whole process, we came to the finish line. So that's more of a gratitude for yourself. Like, this is why I do this. Even though you get so stressed and you want to just rip your hair apart, but just, you just go to that close and you're like, this is why I do this. I remind myself every time, this is why I do this. It's worth the tears, the headaches, the stress, just to know that they got their home and it's for their family for generations, like you say.
0: So it's, it's a rewarding yeah. thing. That's I what, think, I think that advice is fabulous. Um, I agree with you after all the work of, you know, working with the family and yes. getting them through the whole process, that's, you don't want to miss that part, right? Like, no. that, that's the part that's like, the you, part. yes, make it through that would be (laughs) like being there through the whole pregnancy and not seeing the baby born it's like you have to to see the end I agree (laughs) I love that great advice and and you're right I think what you said about understanding the whole process and starting as an LOA or something like that That really is important because it's very difficult to just plop yourself into an industry or plop yourself. Yeah. It's it's
1: overwhelming. You're like, "Ah, what do I do? Realtors calling you crazy,
0: yelling at you. You're like,
1: let's understand the whole entire process. So now you know how to fix a situation. What's the solution? You know, or you had experience before. Oh, I remember we did this on this file. Maybe we could do this. Correct. So not going right dig in but yeah. i think as an assistant and I, i'm gonna be honest that's how i started and it's all loan officers that have been in the business for a year, like 30 years they're like "Gigi, yeah. you came in the right time that Even is being that you were an assistant before for a year and then you decided let me go ahead and get my license and go for it and that's what i did
0: i think it's um, great i it's love amazing. it it's all. all right, Gigi, you are amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your journey, and, and most importantly, your advice for the future generations to come because we are blessed to be in this industry. We are, And we want to just continue to share that and be grateful and encourage others to join us on this, this wonderful journey. Oh Thank my gosh. So Thank much. you, Laura, so much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Be well.